Hey everybody, I'm recording this podcast from my phone, laying in the bed. I don't even really know if it should be called a podcast, I'm still working on that, but just wanted to come and talk to you guys about me having had COVID um, in December over the Christmas break and it kind of being reminiscent of the first time I had COVID in March of 2020 and what I'm dealing with right now physically and how I'm maneuvering my mental health right now because it's a little hard having to stay present in the moment and consistently like doing body checks because I'm like oh god am I dying Last time I had COVID, I dealt with severe uh, gastrointestinal issues. So, seemingly, the way COVID shows up most for me is like I get the flu-like symptoms and then I am like better. But about a week or two later, and this is only the second time, so like now I'm in this like almost second week after testing negative. Um... And getting over the other symptoms and like starting to feel better. And I'm having severe acid reflux. Now the first time this happened, um, it happened like two weeks later. Um, I still was having like a low grade fever here and there. And because COVID was so new, like I didn't understand what was going on in my body, like fast heart rate. So I'm having that right, you know, during this time, my heart rate's a little elevated in a day. And, um, you know, just some low-grade fever spikes here and there. But I just feel like shit today. And I figured I'd share what this feels like. So then when I had COVID in 2020, those things were happening, but I was generally feeling better. And then one day... I got up, I felt well enough to get up, I had enough energy to cook, and I made, I'll never forget, I made chicken, it was like baked, baked chicken or maybe air fried, I forgot, um, chicken, cabbage, and maybe some potatoes, and I seasoned everything with seasonings that I normally use regularly, and you know, um, I don't have many allergies or sensitivities. Well, I didn't. Um, I feel like I'm starting to acquire them now in my bigger age. But, um, yeah, so I sat down to eat. I made Bay a plate. We sat down, about to watch TV. And I took a few bites. And, like, I could not breathe. And I don't mean, like, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't mean, like, standard shortness of breath I mean like it felt like I was it was so bad that I was like well shoot maybe I'm allergic maybe I'm allergic to something like something new I could not breathe scared the shit out of me and so I put the plate down and I was like babe I can't breathe I think I'm I wonder am I allergic to something and so I'm looking around like what can I do to like help with this but when I realized it wasn't an allergic reaction like it was definitely just something giving me 
what I registered at the time is like really bad heartburn or reflux because I dealt with something called silent reflux so you have your lower esophageal sphincter which is in your belly and it's a muscle so it closes and opens but it only closes and opens to let um, the food through so that it can get into your stomach and the acid can do its job with reflux that sphincter is a little loose and so it's all it takes is a little bit of acid to get up into your um, upper respiratory tract and esophagus for you to have any discomfort. It doesn't take a lot. And so this is not like a huge gaping hole. It's just like a small, it's like a loose, um, it's not completely closing. So the acid gets back up and that's where the acid reflux come from, comes from. So, um, for some people it's just heartburn or like sour stomach or whatever for me um it gets up like way up it makes my throat hurt it makes my throat burn sometimes um and it can cause asthma it can cause aspiration because in your upper esophageal area that is very close to your lungs so I had no idea up until that point that you could actually have a heartburn that causes shortness of breath. So that's what's called silent reflux. The medical term for it is long and I can't pronounce it that well. So I won't try. But um, it was very hard to find any information on it. Like nobody was really talking about it. And it was just kind of like I I was like at a loss I started buying all these books trying to figure out like every time I ate I couldn't breathe I could go and run a 10 mile marathon if I could run a 10 mile marathon and I would be fine but the moment I ate something it was just like difficult so that's just like a little rundown of what that was like for me so fast forward to this Christmas my wife and I both caught COVID um and I got, I guess that was the 17th or the 18th. Then we spent the whole week pretty much getting through it. And I was down for about three or four days. And really the worst of it was like the first two or three days. Or two days, maybe. Day three, I was feeling a little better. Day four, I was feeling uh, I could like better, better. And I just continued to get, you know, feel better. Never lost my sense of smell or taste. I never had like shortness of breath and none of that it just really showed up again like it did the first time like a bad flu that's how it uh, manifested for me so I tested negative went back to work and then fast forward to a couple like maybe maybe last week maybe even not even a week ago just recently like the last few days I started having like this burning sensation in my in my throat and like right below my throat, um, but not in my lungs. And that's the thing you have to differentiate so that you can know like it's not in it's not in your lungs in a way that it's like pneumonia because my wife has COVID pneumonia and she's getting through that. Um, But it doesn't I can take very deep breaths and not feel any pain or in anything in my lungs. Um, but if I take a deep breath, my throat hurts. Like it it feels like, so let me tell you how I got here. So 
um it started feeling burning in my in my throat and in in my uppers and so i'm just like oh my god like this is i'm like am i getting sick again like it sent me it really just messed with my mind because it's like what is happening oh god what because it that this didn't feel like the first bout with the silent reflux because i i don't know how that snuck up on me but i didn't have anything to tell me that that was happening that i can remember maybe it did and i just ignored it i don't know but this um lately what's been happening um i take these little magnesium tablets sometimes for sleep they're um magnesium and melatonin and like a couple times i put two in a small uh teacup and so i'm sure you're not you're not supposed to do that you're supposed to drink it in like a tall glass of water excuse me but i was doing the most um so one day i did it and every time i did it i did it a few times the first time i did it i just woke up feeling crazy like my temperature was fluctuating and all of this i felt horrible and crazy like i thought i was like oh my god i'm dying so then you know that went away so then the next time i did it the two tabs in the water so um i where was i at oh so this time so yeah i put those two tabs in a small teacup and <laughs> felt crazy the next day but then the second time i did it which was a few days later because then I'm like, why did I feel like that? Because I got better the very next day after feeling crazy for that one day. The next day I felt better. So then I'm like, okay, well, now I got to experiment. I got to be the, the uh, test dummy. And I did it again. And I woke up in the morning with this tight feeling in my throat. The best way I can explain it, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, it's like if you take a deep breath. It feels like you ever smoke too much, whether it's cigarettes or weed or whatever, like it feels like it felt feels like I smoked 10 packs of cigarettes last night or 17 blunts, whatever your poison is. That's what it felt like. And I could not inhale too deep without like just discomfort. I don't want to say pain, but it's challenging and it's uncomfortable. That's the best way I can explain it. So that happened and I was like, oh man, and I felt crazy again. So I was like, it's definitely those tablets doing it that way. You can take them safely, one tab um, in a lot of water and you can take more than one in a day, but just don't take one, so many at once. Um, oh, but do they help you? They help you sleep so well. Like I sleep so good when I take them. <clears throat> so... Yeah, so that started happening, and I'm guessing, like, in the midst of me healing from COVID or recovering, that I am, like, my stomach is vulnerable again, because if you know about COVID, what they do know is that it really can attack the the digestive system on people, Um, and I'm sure by now, there's been more stories like mine, but, you know, I, I don't know, I'm just keeping track of mine, but... So then today, or so last night, 
I came home. I was feeling good. I've been feeling better. My wife made some wings with rice flour and she made them in the air fryer because, you know, we are really trying to recover. We're trying to heal. And then on top of that, we had um, some wellness plans for the new year. But um, this recovery is kind of challenging those plans. Um, So, yeah, she made those wings and they were really good. And she made this hot honey sauce with hot sauce and honey. And ever since my 2020 incident, which I forgot to mention, it lasted three months. It was treacherous on my mental health. It was like my body went through it, but I definitely had a chance to kind of purge and cleanse because I couldn't eat anything. So I have had to be very, very mindful of what I eat now. In the last three months of the year, I kind of got relaxed on my drinking, my no drinking and I'm trust me, I'm right back on that train. But I kind of got relaxed and was eating kind of heavy again and just like really fell off pretty much and I'm working on forgiving myself for that um because my inclination is to be very self-critical and um I'm working on forgiving myself right now for that because it's like boom I encounter the whole point well not the whole point but a lot of the reason for eating well and not drinking and not smoking and doing these things is because I know I have to protect my stomach because that's my weak spot that's my Achilles heel and your gut is your immune system like that's like 80% of your immune system is in your stomach and so you know I feel felt and feel disappointed in myself and um like I let myself down and it was like you know I didn't like pick up drinking like crazy like I would just drink on occasions like with it started with my anniversary I drank on accident and that really did happen on accident because they brought us these two drinks and they handed me the wrong one, but it didn't taste like alcohol. It tasted like passion fruit, which I love. So I got kind of caught up in the, the flavor, and then we realized it was the wrong drink. So I was like, okay, bet. It's our anniversary. I'll just drink this day. I already broke the seal, so to speak. So I'm just going to go with it. And then, you know, but but that's the thing about a slippery slope. You know, you tell yourself, okay, I'm going to just do it this one time. And then you find another reason to... Uh, relax your your code so to speak and you know it's just a very slippery slope if you're trying to uphold something you know if you're just like yeah I'm gonna drink casually blah 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 then you know this ain't this conversation ain't for you this part ain't for you but if you really are trying to adhere to something and stick to it um it's it's a slippery slope and that's with anything so for me, it just started with that one accidental and then uh, intentional after that. You know, that night I had some champagne and a couple of drinks and we had a great time. But then, you know, another occasion rolls around. And you're like, oh, I'll just have a little bit here, a little bit of here, there. Now, I can say that after having not drank for that long, as long as I did, I definitely drank far, far more in moderation um, that go round. I was definitely not doing the most like I used to do. Now, I did get drunk a few times, but, like, it was 
it was such a scaled back version of, you know, how I used to drink. But, um, and I was proud of myself in those moments. I'm like, oh yeah, I finally got some balance. I finally got some, um, you know, uh, balance and moderation. But the the thing about it is like, I shouldn't do it in the first place because outside of the moderation conversation, I have a legitimate issue that can be impacted by what I eat and what I consume. So it's, it's a slippery slope and, you know, give yourself grace. But like, is the grace good for you that you're giving yourself? Are you gracing yourself back into your old state as the um, old folks say? Was you backsliding? Because backsliding is different. You know what I'm saying? Like backsliding is like, I know I shouldn't be doing this because of X, Y, Z, because this is where I'll end up. And you still do it anyway, because there's always a reason to do a thing that you're not supposed to be doing. And I notice I say that you're not supposed to be doing because it could be something that you want to do and that you like to do, but it doesn't mean you should do it. And so it is it was a real eye opener because here I am again. Now, when COVID first hit and I had and I had and I had all the stomach issues I had been eating just I love rich decadent food so I you know go to restaurants and just eat just really delicious beautiful food oh my god it makes me so happy um and I drink I used to drink a lot like and I used to love brown liquor warm like I give me out the bottle just give me a straight up McKellen's or you know like Hennessy or Doucet. No, I like my Doucet chilled with lime juice. That's delicious. But you know, like, I like drinks. So, or Manhattans. Mm. Marvin used to have a really amazing Manhattan. And their toffee cake. Oh, I'm going to miss Marvin. Anyway. Um, So, yeah. When COVID came around, I didn't have any defenses. I left myself wide open for whatever the fuck was about to go on with this worldwide pandemic. And it's because we take so many chances with our health. And I'm a, I'm an American human who does the same thing. I take ch- I take chances with my health because I feel fine, because I can walk and talk and breathe, and nothing's malfunctioning that I'm aware of. But like, we never pay attention to the background that little ache or that little this or that little that unless you have health anxiety like me where that little ache or this that and the third means you're dying and so you go get it checked out but that's no fun so my thing is I'll go to like I'm always like if I'm having some issues I have to reevaluate what I've been doing have I been doing things on a level that means this should be abnormal or have I been doing things on a level where this could be the result of what I've been doing And so I still haven't completely arrived at a place where it's just abnormal because I'm doing all the right things in the background that I that I can do that I'm aware of. So here I am again, running to COVID again, and it's doing the same thing. It seems to be. um, So I woke up this morning from the hot honey from the chicken last night. And had that same feeling in my throat, but it's not like I also feel shitty. 
Like, I don't feel good, but I've been checking my temperature, my blood pressure, my heart rate. My heart rate is elevated. It's been elevated today, um, but I try to factor in my anxiety and that that can, you know, and, and some stress that I have. I'm trying to be mindful of all the things in this moment because the first time I caught COVID, I didn't have the luxury of mindfulness because I didn't know what was going on like nobody did. But over time, I've really... You know, and I've seen this meme floating around about like, oh, when somebody says they researched something and they're like, oh, well, have you peer reviewed it or have you blah, blah, blah. It's like I've researched. And if you know me, I I try to read medical papers like I'm really I'm not, you know, doing uh, what do they call it? Like uh, I forgot like what the research process is, but no, I'm not doing all of that. But like I'm reading. I read a lot. And I read a lot about what's going on because it affects me. And I need to know, like, if I encounter this hidden or silent enemy, how do I navigate that? How do I get around it? How do I maneuver and live life with it? So, yes, I read a lot. And I've read a lot on the body, how the body works, what's normal, what's not normal, because I need to know for my sanity, like my health anxiety has been um, a blessing and a curse because it's been a curse because it's it's not easy to have just like a little headache or, um, you know, maybe normal, and I'm using air quotes, maybe like normal things people have just on getting older and like little aches or little this and little that. Everything feels like the worst possible thing that could be happening to me. And that's that's something I start therapy next Wednesday. I'm super excited because it's not been easy dealing with that. But the blessing is, I think it's a blessing. Um, I'm very aware of my body. I'm very aware of when I feel good and when I don't and what's normal, you know, like, oh, I just, eh. And so it's helped me doing all of that over the past couple years dealing with COVID has helped me so much to manage my anxiety because when something pops up I'm like no that's normal if my heart rate is doing this I know that's normal if my temperature is fluctuating I'm like am I ovulating or will I'm on my cycle so I'm gonna be I mean it's just like I've become aware and so um you know lately I think I've been dealing with it feels like some blood sugar issues, but I think I also sometimes don't eat enough. And that's just because, like, I'll just go the whole day and then wait till I get home. Then it gets late. It's just sometimes I know I'm not eating enough, but it's on it's not on purpose. Like, I'm not starving myself. That ain't even my my steez. So, um, so now that all leads me to right here today where I'm having a moment of difficulty with my anxiety and my mind telling me that these um because the reality because the, the this the thing everything that's real is not true and so what's real for me is that i feel like shit and um what's real in my mind and, and in my body to me is that i'm slowly deteriorating <laughs> and like things are going haywire and crazy but what's true is that I just got over um, a brand new virus that has impacted and crippled the world. And it's for me showed up like a flu 
and understanding the flu you it could take you a couple weeks to get over the flu and with this this could take you a few months to get through and some people not in longer than that so what's real is I mean what's true is is that I'm recovering and I have to get better and I have to make good decisions to facilitate that process and that means I have to probably go on a semi-liquid diet um, out of necessity to heal my stomach. I have to take probiotics every day. I have to take my zinc and vitamin D every day. The zinc is actually very helpful for um, healing things like ulcers and things um, because it helps with wound healing, speeding up wound healing. So I take my zinc, take my vitamin D. Um, that's good for immunity. Um, and eat a bland diet. And part of that is a lot of bone broth because that's also good for healing the gut. And so... My inclination now is just to rebalance my gut flora because I understand the power of the stomach, the gut. And um, but right now, today, in this moment, I feel anxious and I feel a little scared. And I know that I've grown and I know that I'm learning to live around and grow bigger than my fears and my anxiety because I feel more okay than I feel that I'm not. And for me, that's a triumph. There's something deep inside of me that says I'm fine. There's a, my voice of reason has grown and matured and evolved. And I'm so happy for that. Um, There's just still the anxiety. It's still there. It doesn't go anywhere right now. I don't know if it ever will, but, you know, um, I'm growing around my fear. I'm growing bigger than my fear so that when it does show up, I can, I've been listening to this lady named Tara Brock and she talked about like letting your fear speak to you, letting your anxiety, like sitting with it and giving it a voice so that it can be heard because it just wants to be heard. So I've been trying to employ those things and sit with it. And so part of sitting with it was getting on this podcast app and talking do I feel better? I'm still going to check my temperature when I get off the phone or get off of here and still going to keep track of my vitals and I'm going to go to my doctor's appointments. And if I need to, I'll go to the urgent care because I'd rather be wrong and have somebody tell me I'm wrong than, you know, act like I'm okay or, you know, try to grin and bear it because I think black women have done that too much and so I'm going to the doctor if I need to go if I feel like I need if it's real for me that I need to go I don't care what's true I'm going and you should too but uh, managing life managing anxiety navigating life navigating anxiety with a very real threat in the world is hard and so trying to figure out how to do that um like the threat isn't made up. There's some shit really happening outside that has affected me twice. So I'm better prepared this time around. And I'm excited about that. Feel much better about, you know, how I tackled having COVID and, you know, how I took care of us, how we took care of ourselves. And, you know, even now I'm doing what I can to just like manage. I'm drinking my aloe vera juice. I am... Like I said, taking my probiotics and doing these things. And I know what I I have to employ a plan. I have a plan that I know works because I did it before. But 
the discomfort just really exacerbates the anxiety and the stress. So now I have to manage that too. And that's a lot. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. A real life, real time experience with, um, I guess, an, an, an anxiety episode, I guess. Um, but it's real. And it's all real, but only some of it's true. And I can accept that and I can maneuver through that. And so I will talk to you guys later. I hope that, you know, you found this interesting and maybe you learned something. Um, Maybe you learned something about COVID and your experience with COVID. It maybe connected some dots and explained some things for you. But yeah, so I'll be back. You guys take care of yourself. Be careful, wear your mask. And um, yeah, kiss the people you love, call the people you love, hug the people you love, masked, of course. And um, talk to you another time. Bye.